from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Little cop in or drop in, cop or drop. Uh, we do it just about every week, right about this time. Uh, Dennis throws everything he can at me, and I tell him whether I'm copping or dropping, usually in the sports world, but sometimes it gets off the rails. Dennis, take it away. Okay, because it is Halloween, let's go ahead and just start off with that. Okay. Am I copping or dropping Halloween, or do you have a Halloween no, 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 question? No, no, no. I have a Halloween related question. You cop it or drop it. Reese's Cups is the best Halloween candy. The best? The best. Oh, the you're, best. Gonna, you're making me pick like a favorite child. Um, the uh, Is this the universal favorite or my favorite? Whatever you decide. It's you. You cop it or drop it. So it's you. Yeah, it's I'll, the I'll, best. I'll cop it. Yeah, I think I, I think for for me, the the thing is like I understand I understand some people are like fruity candy people. Sometimes, yeah. depending on the mood, I'm a fruity candy person. That's fair, right? Give give me some Skittles or something. Starburst action. Yeah, something like, some along those lines. Um, I also am a big Twix fan. I never I'm, I've I never turned Twix. down a Twix. Never turned down a Twix. But there's something just I think safe and mass appeal about a a, a good old Reese's. Can't go wrong with it. You're talking, you're talking the big traditional Reese's, right? Or even like the small mini cups. Mini cups, I'm less I mean, into. Give, give me the, obviously, give me the normal. The two pack, yeah, that, that's, I mean, if you have the four pack, but that, I mean, the if size. there's if there's a house giving away the four pack of, of big Reese's, you're you're spending your night just getting in different costumes and going by that house. Yeah, uh, seriously. But if, if, if you're going to double a, a, a twofer, I, I think that's completely acceptable and uh, encouraged even. Okay. Next one here. I know we got into it here a little bit ago, but the Carolina Panthers failing to, or not making a trade is a failure. You copping or dropping? Say this again. The Carolina Panthers not making a trade at the trade deadline is a failure. Are you copping or dropping that it was a failure? I am copping. Yes. I had to make sure I got my double negatives right. Yes. I am copping that it is a failure. Uh, during the commercial break, see, this is where I get to do a little bit of research. I'm going to list all of the teams that traded something away ahead of the trade deadline. So basically during the 2023 season, in-season okay. trade, they moved a player in return for likely a pick. The Rams, the Bears, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Jets, the Eagles, the Packers, the Browns, the Cardinals, the Vikings, the Titans, the Giants, and Washington. All of those teams, that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 teams were able to turn players into value, and guess who was not? The team that is 1-6 and and likely was in the most obvious position to turn players into value, the Carolina Panthers. So, yes, I would say there were opportunities out there, at least 13 of them, to turn players into value, and uh, they couldn't make any of them happen. Now, granted, some like you know Cam Akers going to the Vikings, that's not necessarily a straight-up trade. But the Rams also traded Van Jefferson away. Yeah. That could have been Terrace Marshall Jr., don't you think? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the Commanders traded away two edge rushers today. Maybe either of those could have been for a premium, a little bit higher price. Could have been Brian Burns. Yeah. Looking at some of these. A uh, Rasul Douglas, a cornerback, being traded away from Green Bay. That could have been Dante Jackson. Could have got more back for it. I just, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of hustle from the Panthers. There were, there were deals to be had, and they had none of them. Show me some, show me, show me some effort. 
So anyway, yes, I was copping. Next one. Because Brian Burns wasn't traded, you copping or dropping that the Carolina Panthers sign him to a long-term deal by the end of this offseason? Gosh, I hope so. Gosh, I, they better. Copping it. Right? Because here's the thing. With every day that passes, his value on the market in a trade goes down. Now, even if they tag him and they want to trade him in the future, it's less control for whatever team you trade him to. Mm -hmm. The fact that you haven't traded him by now, give him the money. And here's the thing. He knows what I know. He knows what I just said. With every day, his leverage is going up, and now you're past the deadline. So now, guess what he's going to do? He's going to pin his ears back during games in which they don't matter to the team because you're one in six. And you know, at some point in the not too distant future, you're going to be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. And he's just going to pin his ears back and he's going to get 14, 15 sacks. And he's going to come back this offseason and say, see what, did you see what Rashawn Gary got paid? I'm much better than him. Yeah, Montez Sweat's going to likely he better get a new deal from the Bears. It's not going to be cheap. And Chase Young's going to go, he's never had double-digit sacks. His career best is the lowest I've had in any of the last three seasons. And he just got X amount of dollars. I want 2X amount of dollars. And it's just going to, the price is going to keep going up and the Panthers have no choice but to pay it now. The only thing I would say is make it tradable. Pay some money up front if you have to. So if in two years you're in the same situation, he has three years left on his deal, you can trade that for a whole bunch of value. That's that's the best advice I can give you. Okay. Next one, speak. we'll stick with the Carolina Panthers here real quick. Why not? It's so much fun. And it really is. Some guys that didn't get dealt that are in the final year of their contracts, Jeremy Chin, Frankie Louvu, copping or dropping that either one or both of those guys come back, that they are re-signed this offseason. So I'm copping if it's a yes? Copping that they will come back, yes. And any one of them or all of them? Either or both. Give All right, give me the list. Let's, let's go. Jer- let's go first. Jeremy Chen, you copping that he res- returns to the Carolina Panthers? Dropping it. Um, they're not using him now. And it, Fair. First of all, they're not using him correctly. Well, uh, that. You can go back and – I know he's it, hurt now. But yeah. it, it's on our – it's true, but they weren't. Uh, on our YouTube page, you can go find it from the preseason. I was excited – because the reports out of camp were that they were using LaVisca Chenault on offense and Jeremy Chin on defense as these kind of positionless athletes, right? Uh, Jeremy Chin could have could have been uh, playing deep safety, could have been coming up and helping in the, the the box as an extra linebacker, could have been man for man or man to man on a on a tight end or a slot receiver. I loved that they could match up personnel because. The way the NFL is going, like the the new age tight ends, the Kyle Pitts, the Sam Laportas, you're going to see Brock Bowers next year, is you know they don't have to mix up their personnel very often because they have versatile players. I love that from Jeremy Chin. And then the season started, and they just didn't use him in that kind of versatility. Right? They just didn't use it. So if you're not going to use him enough, he wasn't playing a ton of snaps, and you're not going to use him in the right way, don't bring him back. Mm-hmm. You should have traded him at the deadline, but the injury did complicate that one. I'll give it to you. Uh, but it's kind of like now, you, it's, you know, just what do they say? If you love something, let it go. If it's meant to be, it'll come back. Yeah. Let Jeremy Chin go. If it's meant to be, he'll he'll you can trade for him at the deadline next year. 
Although I wouldn't expect them to do anything at the deadline. All right, who else? Who's next? Frankie Luvu. I would like him to be. I'm going to say yes, he comes back. Okay. He seems to have a connection with the area. Uh, he seems to have a connection with the fans. And he's really, really effective. And the other thing is, barring some kind of really aggressive sack total, I don't think he'll be that expensive. I think he'll, you know, he'll get a, a pay raise, but I don't think he'll be that expensive. So I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they bring back Frankie Louvu. So this is part, you know, wishing it into existence, trying to manifest it. But again, if you're not going to trade him, because he could help a contender right now, just as a see ball, get ball kind of outside linebacker, edge rusher type. Uh, but, but if you're going to keep him, I hope you keep him and you have a plan for the future with him. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Okay, next one here. Switch over to college football. UNC football wins 10 games this season. Copper drop. Ooh, UNC football. Let me see what they have coming up. They saw Duke and NC State left. They're going to get they're going to beat Campbell. Yeah, they have Campbell as well. They're going to beat Campbell. So they have 6 games, 4 to play. They have Campbell, Duke, Clemson, NC State. I have to think they're going to drop one of those three. Yeah. Are you including a bowl game? Yeah, I'll throw that in there. I'll throw a bowl game in there. Now, here's the thing. Bowl game, who knows if Drake May or some of these other guys mm. do not play because well they're either entering the transfer portal, they're going to the NFL. So that, that's in, that's a that's a coin flip, really, when it comes you, to those You know what? Let's things. appropriately judge them based on the fact that they lost to Virginia and Georgia Tech in each of the last two weeks and say, no, they have six wins, four regular season games, and a, and a, and a bowl. Okay. I think they beat Campbell. I'm not confident in them beating Duke, Clemson, and NC State back to back to back after they lost. I was, I mean, I think they're more talented than each of those teams, but they lost to Georgia Tech and Virginia, and I see Duke, Clemson, and NC State as likely better than all three of those. So, or all two of those. So, yeah, no. And then the bowl game, like you said, bowl game is hard to predict. Who knows which bowl? Who knows if they want to play? Who knows? And the world will be a different place by then. Yeah, roster management when it comes to bowl games now is just so wishy-washy in the sense that I would have been. You don't know who's going to the transfer portal and things like that. There's obviously injuries. Guys might have season uh, uh, surgeries after the regular season. So there's there's so much that goes into a bowl game. You don't know who's going to be playing. If, if you, get, you go back to Friday, October twentieth, I would have bet an unhealthy amount of money that they were going to win ten games. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day they lost to Virginia, and, and you know. Yesterday is not today. All right, next one. NC State football gets to nine wins. Nine. 
you're really making me be a, a Debbie Downer here. We were. I'll, I'll include the bowl game. I'll include the bowl game. We were worried about six until yeah, they beat Clemson. They the way have, Carolina's been playing. They have five, so they would have to. They could only lose one out of Miami, Wake, Virginia Tech, UNC, and a bowl. I, I, I don't see that happening. So I'm gonna have to drop it. I would be vi- like to me the right number for for NC State this year is eight. If if you told me they were gonna win eight, I think I would have hemmed and hawed for like seven minutes. Hmm. I would have uh, I would have had a very hard time with that. Uh, but I think nine is one one too many, so I'm gonna drop it. All right, we're gonna get into this a little bit later on, but I want to ask you this now. Top or drop? Mike Elko is the head coach of Duke football next season. I'm I'm a trusting individual. Okay. Okay. Sometimes my my wife thinks I'm a little too too trusting in humanity. That's fair. All right. She's we're all going inside for five minutes. She's like, lock the car. I'm like, fine. Mike Elko has told us he loves it here. Hmm? He has told the the media. I don't know why you guys aren't listening. My family loves it here. I came here to build something. He even gave the thumbs down on uh, game day or on the Pat McAfee show. No, it was like college game day. Well, game yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Well, it's confused. That's kind of the Pat McAfee show now. Yeah, uh, the On game day when they were talking about, was it the Northwestern job or the Michigan State job? Michigan one, of the, State. one of those other jobs. So I'm going to choose to believe Elko. I'm going to okay. choose to believe when, when somebody who I have no reason not to believe says something. Uh, so Mike Elko, yes, I believe he will still be around. Okay, final one here real quick. Let's do it. Rob Rivera will be fired before season's end for the Washington Commanders. You cop or drop? This is tough. Uh, I, th- I do not think he's returning next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say he's hmm. – I'm going to say they move on from him before the end of the year. So, okay. Yeah. This is, by the way, I don't like calling for coaches' jobs. I think it's weird. That's to, not what this is. I'm predicting. All right? So, I'm. this is me saying I think something happens, not I think it should happen. I, th- I think that's a, a important distinction to make. Uh, but I think, obviously, like, at the trade deadline, they made their intentions known. And I think a lot of that's coming from uh, Harris, the new owner. I think their intentions are known. Bottom out now. And... I think when you make that decision, you also make the decision to bring in, usually it's new GM, new coach, new quarterback. And maybe Sam Howell can survive if he plays lights out for the rest of the way, but I don't see the coach surviving. I think Harris is going to want to choose his own, right? We, we've been calling it the four horsemen of the franchise. Mm-hmm. The owner, the GM, the head coach, the quarterback all have to be in alignment. And traditionally, when a new owner takes over, he wants to put into place his horsemen. Right, He wants to pick his GM, and then he and the GM are going to pick his coach, and then he, the GM, and the coach are going to pick his quarterback, and then then they will be fully invested in, 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 in all those sorts of things. Unless you buy a franchise that has you know, like Tom Brady or something at the quarterback, you, you kind of want to start over. Uh, that's why we so often hear like, oh, he's not his guy. New GM comes in, new coach comes in. Oh, the quarterback's not his guy. You want your guys. So, unfortunately, Ron Rivera not. And by the way, I also want to say this. Ron Rivera seems like a, Ron Rivera seems like an awesome guy. Right? He's he's had to deal oh, with 100%. so much since he got put in Washington and obviously everyone from Carolina remembers him during the Carolina times. Um you know, hasn't really said the wrong thing very often outside of 
football things, right? Sometimes I think he talks too much about personnel to the media. Sometimes I think he he you know he should have known that they were ineligible for the or that they were still eligible for the postseason. Whenever he said, oh, "I didn't know we were still playing for a playoff spot," like sometimes I think he doesn't have to reveal so much. But uh, but I I think he's a genuinely good person. So again, I'm not calling for his job. I just think he uh, that that the hill is uphill for him. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com.